Star Wars 7x7 episode 3507. The Disney earnings report investor call happened just a couple of days ago and there was some Star Wars news that came out of that. So we're going to talk about that today and about the stuff that wasn't quite Star Wars news but kind of bears on it basically. So yeah, let's dig into it. Punch it. Hey Rebel Razor, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy. And thank you so much for joining me for it. So, the Disney investor call happened on Wednesday the 7th and we did have some Star Wars news that came out of it. Probably the biggest piece of news is that Disney made a $1.5 billion investment in Epic Games, which is the maker of Fortnite. And the purpose of making this investment is that they're going to create a persistent universe. That's the phrase that they use. So within Fortnite, you're going to get to interact with, engage, watch, and shop. Yeah, those are the <laughs> words that they used to describe how you're going to get to interact with characters and experiences inside Fortnite from the various Disney IP world, which will include Star Wars. One gaming outlet referred to it as Disney putting Kingdom Hearts inside of Fortnite. Yeah, I guess that's kind of right, basically. It's a, just another iteration of how Fortnite is essentially becoming like Roblox in its way, having all of these different things ported in within its own main game. This is something that should be coming, I guess, comparatively soon, so it sounds like within the next year or so. The question that remains, though, is whether this is just going to be something that's totally user-driven, that has no story to it, so therefore we don't necessarily need to pay too close attention to it here on the podcast, or whether there will actually be some kind of story motor experience to it. So we'll keep an eye on that for you. In the meantime, I have to say, Jen Glennon of Kotaku had, I think, the best line about this. Um, she said, anyway, congratulations to both these desperately cash-strapped companies who so sorely needed a chance to make more money. Now, I don't know if I'm exactly that cynical about these sorts of things, but maybe I am a bit because yeah, the second piece of news that I wanted to share has to do with just how they're running Disney+, Plus, which is where we're getting access to our Star Wars content these days. Now, they've said to Wall Street that they intend for Disney Plus to be a profitable enterprise, actually operating in the black by the end of fiscal 24, which means, just based on the way their calendar works, by September 30th of this year. One of the ways they're going to do that is by cutting back on the amount of new content that they produce. And we've been talking about that with every investor call that we've covered because Bob Iger, the CEO, has been talking about doing that for <laughs> a year or more. And in the investor call, he said that in the company's zeal to make Disney Plus a success and chase global subscribers, that they emphasized volume over quality, and he thinks that some of the studios lost their focus, and he particularly named Marvel as the studio example of this. He made a similar comment about Lucasfilm a few years back. Another way that they're looking to make it profitable is by raising the prices of the subscription and by doing so also drive people into the cheaper ad-supported tiers and also by eliminating the sharing of passwords and access across basically families, letting people share them outside one household. And so instead, they're implementing this thing. They're not the only company to do this, but to do a thing where if you want to share your Disney Plus account with somebody outside your home, then you can do that by paying an extra fee. And it put me in mind of Alex Perlman, who's Perlmania500 on TikTok and other social channels. And I saw, the first ever TikTok I saw of his was from a year ago, basically, this time, where he was talking about 
Netflix deciding to crack down on password sharing as well. And he brought in a rant about bread and circuses <laughs> into his very awesome and funny and scathing TikTok video. This goes back to a Roman poet, Juvenal, in the first or second century, who said that if you give the people bread and circuses or games or entertainment, then they'll never revolt. And if you start raising prices and cracking down on password sharing, then people who can't afford these things <laughs> to be entertained might start looking into, gee, what happened with Citizens United? Or paying attention to how and or is an allegory of the East India Company. <laughs> you know, stuff like that. Yeah, Star Wars is political, <laughs> after all. All right, enough of that. Let's move on and talk about the third takeaway, which is that Bob Iger referenced the slate of entertainment that they would have coming down the pike that they were very proud and excited about. He name-checked Skeleton Crew and the Acolyte, and it is really difficult... <laughs> to not sit with that and wonder why was it in that order. We've talked on the podcast about how it seems like the Acolyte, based on preparation and actually giving a year as opposed to not giving any date for Skeleton Crew at all last year at Star Wars Celebration, and you know all these other factors that made it seem like Acolyte would be the first live action series to come out and Skeleton Crew might not appear until near the end of the year. Saying Skeleton Crew first, <laughs> it just makes me want to go, oh no, is it switching? What's happening? For a fourth thing we got a name check on the Mandalorian and Grogu movie so Bob Iger was talking about the upcoming movie slate and how excited he was about that he was listing big 2024 movies and 2025 movies and then he said and looking ahead to 2026 we're gonna have the Mandalorian and Grogu coming to the big screen so previously when they made that announcement Lucasfilm had just said that the Mandalorian and Grogu were going to quote-unquote lead the upcoming slate of Star Wars movies which we all interpreted to mean that that would be the one coming out in May of 2026, which is the currently most recent or nearest date to us for the calendar of Star Wars releases. There's also a December of 2026 Star Wars movie on the calendar as well. But this was the first actual confirmation of any kind that the Mandalorian Grogu movie will indeed come out in the year 2026. So that pretty much covers it in terms of Star Wars related news in the Disney investor call that happened a couple of days ago. And so that is going to do it for this episode of the podcast. If you enjoy the show, I hope you'll consider leaving a rating or review on your favorite app. I hope you'll consider sharing it with other Star Wars fans that you know and I hope you'll consider hitting a like or follow or subscribe button on your app, whatever that may be. And if you want to take an even more amazing additional step, I have a Patreon page. It's patreon.com SW7X7, and you can help support the show there as well. And it just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for this episode, as always, and may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. By seven is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited, but their respective trademark and copyright holders may the force be with them. All original content is copyrighted by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.